All right, so Andy Kamenetsky's in for Mace. Sedano and Cap are both here. Um, and since you guys are going to get into Kyrie in a minute, let me ask you about something else we were talking about. Yeah. Miles Bridges, mm-hmm. who plays for Charlotte. Bridges! Runs, That's the play-by-play guy for the Hornets every time he dunks Yeah, them. Eric Collins, he's nuts. Yeah. Uh, in a kind of a fun way. Yeah. Um, he he runs towards his haters, and and not just the, the people that tag him, guys. Like he goes on to Twitter, and types searches. his own name yeah. into a search window, no. and everybody who says he doesn't deserve a max deal, he retweets and likes. Um, George, I tend to, I realize we're all in high profile jobs. If somebody it, hates me on social media, I tend not to give it a lot of headspace. Bridges does exactly the opposite. What do you do? I mean, look, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, at the dawn of Twitter, I would have done exactly what he did. But at 44 years old with two kids and a lot <laughs> less time on my hands to be on my phone, um, then no, I don't do it. Well, Cap, I know you like to take care of people that uh, that that are nice to you, that give you shout-outs. You'll often shout them back Oh, out. listen, you can get everywhere with Cappy with a compliment. Right. Cap, I, I, the, when I first met Cap, I go, Cap. You retweet compliments, and you gave me an interesting answer. You go, yeah, I'm trying to build a community of people that like the show, and so I do retweet compliments. Cap, what do you do in the opposite? What do I you retweet, do with – I retweet those too. With the hate? Oh, oh if somebody sends me hate, I'm, I'm going to like it. I'm going to retweet it absolutely all day long. I do not do what Miles Bridges is doing. By the way, I don't follow Miles Bridges, so I didn't know any of this, but I'm not going to go look for my name and then go find <laughs> people that are, that are throwing me hate and then go respond. What does he? What does that do for him? Well, he said. I think he's trying to use it as motivation. Oh, that please. everybody who says he doesn't deserve a max deal, he is going to basically put a spotlight on them and then mock them when he gets a max mm-hmm. deal. All right. Cappy, well, George, I, I don't search, know if he's going to get it. Cappy, can I search your name and see what people are saying? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, the now the first couple are you um, and. <laughs> And then there's, because I just typed in Scott Kaplan. So um, there's one from four hours ago from Frank Gillis, who said, Scott Kaplan is the worst thing to ever happen to your radio station in response to something Chris wrote. And Chris responded back to Uh him. The radio station that you follow on Twitter and comment on? So... And turn off every time his show that. comes out. No, Chris he, is going. He, Chris defended you. Let me nice. tell you something. For all the grief Chris gives you, he's defending you in this Twitter battle. Um, I wish I could find this Twitter battle. How do I find it? Well, you just got to do what Miles Bridges did and, and search your own name, not not a, not people that tag you, but your own my name. name. Yeah, yeah you just type it, type it in there. While you're doing that, yeah, um, I want to see what else is up I here. I want to ask you guys about something. Um, yeah. All right, so Amanda, our boss, is pulling a classic passive aggressive move. Timeout. Diller ninety four tweeted at Scott Kaplan, greatest ever. There you go. See, it balances out. Winning them over, Cap. I can't find any of this stuff. So, you see, the problem is. <laughs> That's true. Cap is, that is, when you, te- like, Cap is technologically like, illiterate. Like, right. Yeah, the guy really who says is. I'm the worst thing that ever happened is 710. Frank Gillis. Yeah, Frank Gillis. That. Frank, the only problem is I don't see that. So, like, I, did he tag me? Did he tag the right No, person? he just wrote. He wrote back to something Chris wrote. And oh. then that, that's right. what it was. Right. Oh. Uh, so let me yeah, ask but, you guys. But this other guy thinks you're the greatest thing ever. Well, you see, like you said, George, balance. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, John. Sorry. Okay. So. I, Amanda, who's our boss, is playing a classic passive-aggressive move. Listen to this line from a promo we're running about the Mandys, which are on Friday. And just so we're clear, it wasn't my call to name the award show after me. It was a listener vote. Okay, so she's trying to put it out there that it's not her that named the Mandys after her. It was, well, it was listeners. But so- here's the thing. I would contend that Amanda... And I'm making a strong case for pain in the ass award right here. Um, I would contend that Amanda George is one of the few people, if not the only person, who has the authority to kill that name. Like if she really yes. didn't want it, she would. This would not be called the Mandy's. What's with the passive aggressive? Hey, it wasn't me. I didn't and name so it. Out. Clear, it wasn't my call to name the award show after me. It was a listener vote. Everything she, is your call, Amanda. She, what do you she, think, Sedano? She definitely sounds like she could be in the Mean Girls 2 sequel. Or exactly. Something, the way she, the, with, her, with the tone there. Uh, but to, uh, to her credit, 
the guy who um, I, I don't know if it was put to a listener vote, but I do know that the guy who recommended it was a listener to our show who tweets us all the time named Joey Arcio. And I know I know it was him because Chris recently found the tweet of the origin and liked it. And it popped up on my timeline because I was tagged. So it was Joey Arcio, and I remember reading it on air and saying, oh, but Mandy's, that makes sense after Amanda because she's the boss. And then I think that's how it happened. Right. I don't know if it was actually put but to a vote But if these were going to be named the Kaplans or yeah, the, the Irelands, the, yeah, uh, I, or the Sedanos. Good. I like that, George. I like that. Uh, and, and we would have allowed it. Yeah. There's no way we can come on after the fact and say, by the way, it wasn't me who named him the Ireland Awards. So what if, but what if there was a vote, and what if the listeners did vote it, and what if they did put I, out five names of shows, and Mandy's won, and she really didn't choose to kill it because she was thinking to herself, well, this is what the listeners want. Yeah, I think that's a cop out. Either you either you kill it because you're uncomfortable with the award being named after you or you embrace it. Here's the thing though. Amanda's going to be in front of like a thousand of our listeners, some of right. whom have never seen Amanda before, they've never met Amanda before, and she may be worried are all these people going to think I'm this egomaniacal yes. boss? That's exactly what I want them to think. As I present all of these awards named after myself as the boss of this radio station, she's thinking about the optics name, If we were going to name the awards after a person, Mason is very offended that the person is not him. You know that's called the Maces? Yeah. He'll be very... Now, if that was the case, you think Mason would be on the air saying, by the way, I didn't name the award after me. He would say... Oh, yeah, he would totally He would go the other way. He would say... He oh, would, no, I think he, he would, would say, as no. is appropriate, the Mason Awards named See, after me are on Friday. Well, it depends on how much, how many gummies he's had that day, because That's I feel true. like there are days that Mason tries to be like super humble guy where he's like, oh, oh no, not me. I didn't do that. Like, there, he kind of flips and flops a little bit on that stuff. Yeah, I'm going to go like really like ridiculously overboard girl dad here. You Ridiculous. This yeah, this is going to be this is going to be way over the top. The way Jeannie Buss was celebrated, oh, female owner, championship team, the way she was celebrated is the way the Mandys and Amanda and the team that she has built should be celebrated because in our industry, she is a unicorn. They're just true. Aren't, there, aren't there, are, there aren't a lot of them. There are not a lot of women who are running major market all-guy sports talk radio stations so I'm going the other direction here. I'm getting gushy girl dad on you guys. All right, so you mentioned Jeannie Buss. So I don't know if you guys saw this, but there is a new show on Hulu. It's yeah, going to be the late, 10 She points. calls it on the, on the commercial I saw, The Real Story or whatever, or something like that. Right, so here's the trailer. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to play it, and you guys tell me whether yeah. or not you're in or out. Here we go. To look up and see old names, I know I'm in a place of gods. This is the Lake Show. When my dad, Dr. Buss, bought the team, he wanted to create the atmosphere that he liked. He built one of the top franchises in all of sports. The Lakers do have the personality of Los Angeles. I thought we did a great job of pulling the city together. Welcome to Hollywood. They would turn down the lights and say, it's showtime. It wasn't showtime. It was greatness. Jerry Buss was the director. Magic's the star. And it was a huge hit. It was so simple. We have a terrific team. We just play the right word. Dr. Buss came up with the Laker girls. And all of a sudden, there was entertainment all through the league. I can't think of any other owner who has made such an impact on the NBA. And then the business of basketball kicked in. All things that are great one day come to an end. Because of HIV virus, I will have to retire from the Lakers. I just fell for him hard. My father felt anything he talked to Jeannie about was going to get to Phil. She knew the heart and soul of what this was all about. It was family. It carried over onto the court. It's always tough losing. I don't know what the future holds. Hold up. There's a family feud brewing over who will run the Los Angeles Lakers. There's never enough success to go around. That's what it is. It is the real life secession. I don't think my dad intended to build a kingdom, but that's what he did. Sit back and relax. It's showtime. All these people want to hear my Laker secrets. <laughs> the camera on my face. <laughs> hey. All right, so there Roll it is. Every day. Ten part. 
Lakers. Yeah, by the way, I feel like series. I heard the whole 10 parts already. I, know, like, I don't need to God. watch anymore. Well, I compared it earlier, guys, <laughs> to when, when the I couldn't get enough of all that OJ. That trailer was like a movie. For right. Right. Yeah. God. Yeah. right. I didn't know if it was ever going to end. I was like in a hypno- hypnotic trance. <laughs> Seriously. Gosh. And, and I have a question. Do I have Hulu? I don't even know. I got Netflix. No, you don't, because you don't even know how to use anything. No, you George, don't George, George, listen. Here's I, the weird thing about you asking that question. Yeah. By working for ESPN, you, you should have, have it. You have the option to get ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, and, and Hulu, Hulu for right. free. Come yeah. on. How do I do that? I'm paying for Disney Plus. Give me a break. Who, who no, no, but, but it's either that or you don't get the park tickets. Yeah, what would, what's more valuable to you, Cap? Park free admission to the parks, to like California Adventure and Disneyland went on, on non-blackout dates, or all those streaming services for free. You got to pick how, how one. much? How much is a streaming service a month? I would say you're saving about thirty bucks. Uh huh. I don't know, man. I think I like the park passes, even though I never really use them. I think I like knowing that I've got them. Yeah, I I I decided I'd never go to the parks, and I'm very happy that I took the streaming services. Dude, I'm paying for Disney Plus like a moron over here. <laughs> yeah, but but here's yeah. the question. I okay, thought, so would I rather watch this? Is that what you're asking me? About no, the- I think this has the possibility to be when, when People vs. O.J. came out, which was the FX series, um, that was the theatrical one. That's the equivalent of winning time, where yeah. they're basically just doing it for entertainment. Yeah. Sterling K. Brown, Sarah Paulson, John Travolta. Wait, are you trying to say this is going to be People vs. O.J.? No. I'm saying oh. winning time is people versus OJ. I'm saying this has a chance to be OJ made in America. Oh. The Ezra Edelman. No, one. I don't think that either. I don't think this has any way of being. OJ made in America is one of the most transcendent sports documentaries we've ever seen. And more importantly, George, OJ Simpson was not involved in its making. Correct. And so, I think that is the biggest difference in, in this entire thing. Like, no offense, the Hulu one is still going to feel sanitized to some extent. Well, I think it'll be the equivalent. I think that what you can do is compare to The Last Dance. In other words, right. The okay, Last that, Dance. Okay, that I'll give you. Yeah, that'll The give Last you. Dance that'll was yeah. the Jordan era as defined by, by Michael Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know. So this, that's, it'll be, I, that is the perfect comp, I would say. Uh, but I'm going to watch every episode. I just think that the and, and I'm surprised that when you look at the history of of how the Lakers and relationships have been strained, they got Jerry West. They, um, they got all the kids. Right. They got all the kids, including Jim. Um, they've got Antoine Fuqua, who directed Training Day, is the guy who directed this. And so hopefully if everybody told the truth, it's got a chance to be behind the music. I, I think that, look, there's going to be a certain amount of. I don't know, uh, guardedness in it, I think, or a certain amount of agendas when you've got this many people still connected to the Lakers. That doesn't mean, though, that it can't be candid to a certain degree. It also doesn't mean it can't be interesting. Right. No, it it will be worth watching, but it's definitely not OJ made in America. But, you know, at the same time, like winning time, which, you know, I really enjoyed and I like Jeff Perlman a lot and there were a lot of really good performances in there. Like, I know a lot of people liked winning time and they feel like it could be realer than this upcoming documentary. But Winning Time is O.J. Made in America. Well, it's a documentary t- about, I mean, it's a it's an entertainment show about an era. No, but Winning, my point is Winning Time No, no, Winning is Time not, is People versus O.J. Right, but Winning right. Time is not accurate in a lot of ways at all. I mean, like, well, Jeannie, Jeannie Buss was, was not a 17-year-old Was People versus O.J. on FX also accurate? Like, I don't I know, think I felt it, like some of that was cartoonish. But it was more, I think it was closer to the real thing Probably. than certain elements of Winning Time. But that doesn't yeah. mean Winning Time wasn't entertaining. No, like, agreed. I don't think you're going to go to any of these things getting the total 100% truth. Well, but you can get interesting perspectives, well, and that'll still make it worth watching. Well, let yeah. me bring that home for a second here. Bring because, it home, Cappy. Okay, thank you. Because, you know, I heard you guys talking earlier today about Bergman, yeah. Amanda Brown, the boss, yeah. and Chris Morales. Yeah. Are going to do a, a podcast. Doing a behind-the-scenes. The the yeah, it's going to run after we're done doing our shows. Okay. Now, Bergie, is this accurate? Is this right? You guys are, th- this is for real? I mean, I just want to make sure that this is By all the for way, real. By the way, can yeah. I interrupt you for one second real yeah. quick to do a quick tangent? Yeah. The fact that you said to Bergie, Bergie, a- am I accurate on this? Is this, is this the way it's, like, you're asking like you don't <laughs> right. already know, which no, no, is the funny I, part. No, wait, 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 wait. Bergman and I were laughing and, and Lindsay were howling with laughter the other day when you were out last week and Tracy McGrady was in the <laughs> that studio. Was very funny. Because Tracy McGrady told the story about something. And Bergman, what was your reaction? If you, you said, because we were like, oh, my God, what would Cappy have said when he said this about almost playing for the Lakers in 2004? Go ahead, Bergman. Do your Cappy. So let me get this straight. 
there was a time where you could have been on the Lakers, and there was a possibility for this to happen. Am I getting this right? Yeah, and then I would I would have interjected and said, yes, he literally just said that. <laughs> so you're doing the same thing because you right. know the answer, but no, go no, ahead. But, but I heard this earlier today on Mason in Ireland. This was the first I'd heard of it, the, the Suits podcast. But the question was, are you going to really go behind the scenes? Are you really, really going to you know, give people the candid information that they want? No. So what's the answer? It's going to be sanitized to some extent. Not as sanitized as like... I don't know, some of these other documentaries we've made reference to. But I feel like they're not going to give all the goods. You know? Is that I true, mean, Bergie? Why no, not? I mean, we'll give, we'll give some goods. I mean, like, listen, the whole station itself just says it's whatever we open. feel like yeah, at yeah, this it's point. It's fairly open. Right. But, but there's, there's, more, there's stuff. There's other oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's yeah, always yeah. other I stuff. I say tell all, man. Tell it all. Yeah. Behind you, the you scenes. Have the, well, you, of course, you would say that. You have the least amount of history here right now. That's right. So, that's right. So, I, so you me. want to hear all the dirt? Right. Is what you say? Ireland okay. wants to hear dirt, dirt from like 2002. Like, what the hell's wrong with there's, you? No. There's nothing that that hasn't been said about us. I, mean, I would anything, love to hear it all. Yeah, any anything that comes up. Well, um, <laughs> well, I suggested Ireland that, to Bergman uh, a long time ago that you guys should do a back in my day Mason and Ireland edition each and every show and get it sponsored and just bring up stuff from like your old shows even if it's just like 2 minute clips i think it'd be hilarious anything that gets sponsored i'm in all right uh, uh Sonato and cap coming up next andy thank you for filling in over these Absolutely, last couple man, of days and great Ma- job andy thank mason you. will be back so by the way andy has not met cappy yet so you'll meet him on friday oh, yeah, there you go. no just on zoom calls yep. but hey ak bring your a game to the Mandy's now, on Friday wait, night. Wait, this is how I know if he likes you or not. All right, um, Andy. So, Cap, when you see Andy, mm-hmm. are you going to give him a bring it in? Andy, listen to me. When I see you and your brother, all mm-hmm. three of us together at the same time, bring it in. Excellent. Let's go. Like Let's real mishbucha. Oh, there real you go. Mishbucha right Let's here. do it. There you go. There you go. All right. Sonata and Cap next, ESPN LA. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a few days. I have so much to ask you. Oh, please. But you missed Hungarian Heat, yeah, yesterday with Lindsay. Oh, but George, somebody sent me a tweet and told me what hour from the podcast to go back and listen to yesterday, Mm -hmm. and they time-coded it for me. So I didn't have to try and find it. I went to 4324. Right. Of hour two yesterday and heard Lindsay baseball throwing heat at Chris Morales. Whoa. I, mean, I don't know if I was really throwing heat. I was just, you know, you know, Morales picks on people. He likes to stir the pot, whatever. So I just thought that he was, you know, it was, I was kind of annoyed at, at, at some one of his wrongdoings or whatever you want to call it. So I just called him out on it, you know? Yeah, but this had something to do with the song No Diggity, No Doubt. No diggity. I got a. How's the song go, George? I got a. Something it up. Huh, huh. I like the way you work it. No diggity. No diggity. Um, yeah, it up. He, yeah. He, he was mad that I um, pulled the anniversary on this day was like the Blackstreet album. And he's like, well, you're playing No Diggity, but that's not from that album. And when we were like prepping for Live Imaging Tuesday, yeah. he was just half listening to me. So. I told him on the air, like, if, if you had a problem with it, you should have said something a half hour ago when we were talking about it. Well, wow. Cappy, I guess the moral of the story is, don't you yeah. see, we give everybody else the same grief we give you. You just weren't here. We just get directed. No, no. Chris. I think that's the point is that I wasn't here. And because I wasn't here, anger was building. You know why? Because yeah. there was nobody with these shoulders right here, George, yeah. that, can, that can put to, to put it all on these shoulders yeah. right here. You see, there was nobody. Yeah. That's what I think so happened. No diggity, no well, doubt. You know, Morales was doing his typical live imaging Tuesday shenanigans where he tries to like instigate things. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. he was saying how like the our show we're not always team players and stuff like that. Oh yeah, so, he included you, know. you in that too. Me? Yeah, yeah you, Kevin. Yeah. Me? Me? You? What do you say about me? I mean, our he whole said show. he said the whole show is not team players, and it's I said, te- well, we're married. We're married with children. That's our that's our show arc. Um, you know, so that's what you get. I mean, what you see is what you get. But wait, when people... he says we're not team players, does he mean we're not team players as in our own team, or does he mean within the 710 team? 710, I think. He meant the 710 ecosystem. Why? Why we are like we to not be on team an players? Island. We like to be on an island. Huh. 
I mean, coming off the heels of me taking Sliwa to dinner, I don't even know if that feels like accurate, to be honest with you. I should have pushed back on that. Hmm. Wow. I feel like uh, that is a great insult. You know, I mean, one thing I take tremendous pride is that I'm a really good team guy. God, that hurts. That sounded so fake when you just said that. Did it? Did yeah, that sound, did. That didn't sound no, real. Really God, that hurts. Really? That sounds like someone who like went to like an audition today mm-hmm. yeah. for a soap opera, mm-hmm. and you were the guy. They were like, "Thanks for coming." Like right after that, and you probably thought I nailed it. And they're like talking the 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 people who are doing the uh, the interview. They're like talking to each other. Like, yeah, that guy's not good. Or maybe that were my those were my lines. Maybe those are my lines because I'm I'm going to be a doctor in General Hospital. You know, <laughs> and I'm like, God, that hurt. You know, they're like, you're a patient. They poke you with some needles, and you're like, you have to say your line is, God, that hurt. Should you, have you ever been to an audition before? An audition for a soap opera? Or for, like, anything? Uh, a couple here and there. Really? Like, what? Yeah. I auditioned one time, George, for the uh, host of the, the game show Wipeout. Oh, that John Anderson got. Yeah, yeah. I did audition for that. Yeah, I should, You I, did? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, John Anderson is is a much more polished broadcaster than you, but I mean, there's that. John Anderson, why? Because of his hair? Oh, and he's he's actually way quicker than you do. What? Yeah, he's fast, like on the one liners. Like, I this is this is why this is exactly why Morales says we're not a team guy. (laughs) We're not team players because all everybody does around here is take shots at everybody all freaking day long. I'm not taking shots. I'm just being honest with you. No, you're not being honest. You don't know. You don't have you have a stopwatch. You don't have a stopwatch on me versus him. Oh, he's so fast, man. Like, he thinks really fast. Like, fast, way faster than me. So, well, that's and, not and saying much. faster than you. Well, no, no, no. I don't know about that. I take that personally. See, there again. See, George, <laughs> listen. Listen to this line. God, I take that personally. Damn, that really irritates me. See, that Is was that believable? better. That, that sounded more believable and more authentic. Is that believable? Okay. The first one you did was terrible. Really? I would have cut you from the audition right after <laughs> This one, this one I would have said, you know what? Keep his number just in yeah, case. Yeah, let's give him another shot. See, just in get case. Him, I don't know. About, I wouldn't have given you the part, but I would have said keep his number just in case. Keep How him about on the you? Short you, list. you ever audition for anything outside never. of like just regular sports stuff? I mean, no, never really. Never. Um, I mean, I've done, well, I guess. I'm trying to think. When I, what year was that? I came to Fox Sports once to do an audition, but it was way before I was at ESPN. Um, I want to say it was like 2010. Nine, somewhere in that range. And, but that's when they, right when they were putting together FS1. Uh, so before that, like 2012, 11, that sound about right. And, um, you know, they were doing like sports center shows, like type shows. And they asked me if I could, you know, they had me as like the pundit in one of them, which was obviously easy. But then back then I didn't have a ton of like hosting experience, anchoring experience, like reading a prompter and all that stuff. And I was like, okay at it, but I know I wasn't good at it. And they wanted me to, they wanted to see which role they wanted to fit me in. Um, And actually neither of them came to fruition, but that's probably it in retrospect. I once bombed an audition so bad. Um, A friend of mine said, hey, I'd like for you to to try out for this, uh, this role we have. It's kind of like the red zone for Major League Baseball. And I love the red zone in oh, football. Yeah. You know? Right. But you don't I, know baseball. I don't know jack squat about baseball. So why like, would you do that audition if you don't know anything about baseball? Because I felt bad. Like, like you know, he, there's a friend. He asked me, he said, hey, you should audition for this. You know, this could be good for you. I'm like, but I don't really know baseball. He's like, he's like, yeah, but come on, man. It's just like if you were doing red zone for football, you could do that, right? I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, then you could do it for this. He goes, believe me, it's all going to be on the teleprompter. No problem. I mean, right. dude. I fell flat on my face. Right. Didn't know who anybody was. Because, you see, when you do things like that, you, you, have, know. To know you have to know baseball. You you can't go up and do karaoke yeah. and, and have never sung the song before. So I'll give you a perfect example of that today, a real-life example of that, is I, um, like, whenever I do those halftimes on NBA games, like, you know how sometimes they'll just tell me, hey, George, can you do the studio, like, halftimes between the games and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. And I'll do those. On NBA highlights, you know, they'll give me a shot sheet, which is basically, like, describing the plays of each highlight. I rarely look at that, other than to look at where the score and time in the game is. The, I, but I, when I'm calling the highlight of NBA game, when I'm doing those halftimes, I'm just looking at the monitor because I know every player on the floor, to your point. Yeah. But, like, for example, today, I was on NBA Today, we were unveiling one of the parts of the show. We were unveiling the WNBA All-Star team. And we were doing a highlight from last night's game, which I was kind of sort of watching while we were doing the show, which was the Las Vegas Aces, Las Vegas Aces and Chicago Sky 
and the Chicago Sky came back down 28 points, which is the largest ever comeback in WNBA history. So we did the highlight leading into our all-star stuff. And I was doing the highlight, and I messed up one person's name because her name was Copper, the young lady who hit a three. And I called her Cooper because I just glanced at it because I was treating it like I would treat an NBA highlight. And I didn't know every player on the floor. Whereas I knew the, uh, the majority of the, the, good, you know, the really good WNBA players, I didn't know all the players on the roster. Oh, my God. Uh, so I got me caught up that. and I, I said the wrong name. No, so I'm George. with you. Like when Oof. you don't know the players by memory, right. it's, that's a really hard job to right. do. Right. Like if you told you me come in. team player. Bad team player. You're saying that they are a good team player or they're a bad team player? No, Sedano, him not looking at the, just glancing at the sheet was being a bad team player. Bad team guy, George. Bad team guy. No, that was not bad team guy. That was bad. just me being reckless. Bad team <laughs> guy. Well, it's, it's kind of like Cappy when you don't read the rundown. I read the rundown. I just, no, some no, details but, get by me. But I, I was look, glancing down at the shot sheet where it said what plays they were because I needed to know what point in the game it was. Like, here's the second quarter with two minutes to go. You know, such and such is up 12 or whatever. So I was looking at that, and I would kind of quickly just pass my eyes over the names in the highlight, and I screwed up. Instead of Copper, I called her Cooper. And, but yeah. I would never have done that in an NBA uh, highlight because I know, I know basically every – all 500 players in the league, probably. Yeah, I couldn't do that. I could only do football. If you said to me, hey, we need you to fill in last second on the Sunday ticket, I'd be like, listen, I get by about 75%. I'm going to rely on everybody else to help me out. Basketball, baseball, WNBA, forget it, man. I got no chance at all. None. Zero. I mean, Adley Quigley, man, she hit a nice little floater. At the yeah, I don't know who that is. It was really good. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Candace Parker, you know her? I've heard the name. Yeah. I've She's heard good. the name. Don't know much about her game because I listen. I just don't watch I mean, WNBA like one basketball. One of the greatest of all time. I completely understand that. Yeah, but I don't Sue watch Bird? WNBA you know, basketball. Heard the name? Yeah, I've heard her name. Sue yeah. Bird. Yeah. How's she? Is she pretty good. Also one of the greatest of all time. Is she related to Marty Bird? No, nor Larry. Okay. Uh, Sue Bird is literally like a goat. Like she's she's one of the she's I might be the greatest woman's point guard ever. Mm-hmm. She's okay. incredible. I'm sure she is. Sure, she's great. But I mean, I'm with you. Like, I I don't know every player on every team. I know all the stars on every team in the WNBA. Yeah. So I fell flat on my face at that audition. That was a disaster. Yeah. But I feel like you went into it really confident, though, at the beginning. Like you tried to be confident. Yeah. I went into it. Yeah. I was your confidence waned very quickly. Yeah. I was faking it. I was like, who is that in center field? I don't know who that is. Nice catch by the center fielder. Good throw too. Yeah. I mean, you could learn it if you wanted to, though. If you can learn a football team, you can learn a baseball team. It's yeah. half the amount of players. Just didn't want to do it. Just didn't yeah, sound fun. Go. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Hey, you, you know what sounds fun? Tell me. Kyrie Irving completely nuking the NBA offseason right now and including the Lakers in the discussion. Okay, I'd like to talk about that a little bit myself. Okay, let's do that next. Extra time in your damn yeah mm. ah uh. yeah right well, that, George. We did that see? simultaneously see you feel it right man well that one I did yeah yeah well it's National Kiss Day and let me tell you something right now my man but I I believe you when you say you feel this one because I feel like yeah. this is up your alley whereas sometimes you do it and I feel like you're faking it yeah well maybe I might be sometimes sometimes you do fake it but George if today Ooh, is National Kissing Day wait Laura just said never. Laura, never, ever? Hell no. Hell to the nah. Ain't nobody got to make nobody feel good if it ain't right. No. <laughs> okay, let that marinate, everybody. Just let that kind of soak in there for a second there. I almost spit on my drink. <laughs> <laughs> George, if I was with you today, yeah. I'd give you a big old smacker right on the cheek. Or it better yet, right on the forehead. Day. Right, today. National Kissing Day. Yeah. I don't mind. I'll give you a kiss. I don't care. I'm I'm I have no problem with men giving each other kisses. No, the same. I guess a lot of times I'll see somebody I haven't seen in a long time. I'm like, come here, come come here, bring it in. Then I give him a big hug, and then I give him a kiss on the cheek. The yeah, kiss. there are some people I give kisses on the cheek. I yeah. don't know if you've arrived there yet, though. Well, I'm just going to tell you right now. If I kiss I mean, you on I the cheek, I mean, if I have for you, I appreciate that. But I don't know if you've arrived, you've arrived there yet for me. Okay, I'll know then when I arrived when you give me a kiss on the cheek. Correct. But I'll tell you this right now: when I give you a kiss on the cheek, yeah, it's extra special. Yeah. Okay. I, I hug everybody. Listen, I understand, but I, I, I'm just saying I'm not there, and I'm not comfortable with that part of our it's relationship okay. just yet. It's all right. We're but not I magic will. When, and I, Zeke when yet. it happens, yeah. you're going to be ready. You're going to be okay. excited. I think. Okay, I am. But I am. you know, I want to slow play this relationship a little bit. I understand. Hey, before we get on to Kyrie, I want you I, just like you know, you know, one night stand. 
you know, one-year stand, no, you know, like no. on, on the show? No, no, no. I'm looking for a much longer-term relationship than that, George. Much longer term. Hey, I just want to say this. I'm super excited about Friday. Like, I am genuinely really, really excited about Friday. Yeah. I went today to get a haircut, right? You did. And the girl cuts did my you cut hair. Your hair. poorly again in the front? No, 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 no. No, no, I'm done with that. I didn't have her wax my widow's peak. I'm, I'm you, growing it back you in. You want a Caesar cut? No, I'm, no, no. I don't want that. I'm growing it back in, my, my widow's peak. It's growing back in quite nicely, as a matter of fact. Okay. So I said to her, I said, yeah, we got this big award show at 710 this Friday night. And she was, what kind of awards? And I'm like, well, you know, show of the year, host of the year, producer of the year, yeah. biggest pain in the ass. And she goes like this to me. She goes, well, you got that one, one, no problem. <laughs> and, I, and I said to her, George, and I said to her, I kind of gave her a Laura noise. Eh, eh. I don't know if you're the biggest pain in the ass. Right. I, don't and think. She, and I, don't, I honestly don't believe you're the right. And she said I to think me, that you are. I think sometimes you're absent-minded, but I don't think that you're a pain in the ass. She told me. She goes, if you don't win the pain in the ass award, you better work harder next year. Because okay. how She goes, and, and she said to me, there are people that work at this radio station that would be considered bigger pains in the asses than you, Kaplan? And I'm like, I kind of think there are. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So Who, who's, your, who's your favorite in that category? Oh, I think I'm going to win. That's the award I think I'm going to win. I agree. I think that's Sedano's. Not yeah. because I agree with it. I just no. Think I am a pain in the ass. Like, the, but that's by design. Like that is exactly really that's I mean, your I'm character. Not a pain really, in the ass to Lindsay and Laura, mm-hmm. but I am definitely a pain in the ass to everyone else around here. Why is You're that? You're high maintenance. Yeah, why I think so? That's a good way to put it. But why? Oh, I don't know about high maintenance. Yeah, I, wouldn't I don't go think that. that yeah, I mean, you're high maintenance, like with like as far as like your schedule and all that stuff goes, which is not your fault. Right, but that's not high maintenance. That's just busy. Well, then what makes you the big? What makes you the winner in the pain in the ass award? I don't like this. All of a sudden, now I want to win. You like it. I, because I'm competitive, and I don't like that you th- you're oh, so confident. For the love of God, there you why, go. You why are you the biggest pain in the ass, George? Um, because outside of Lindsay and Laura, I am a pain in the ass to everyone else. I give everyone a lot of grief. I'm very snarky. I mean, that's just kind of the M.O. But I don't do it to Lindsay and Laura because, well, I like them. Let's start with that. And then number two, um, you know, they're very nice to me all the time. And we're a team, and you're a that's team true. player. Yeah. Hmm. But I'll tell you this, this, Cappy. You know what I mentioned yesterday before I get to the Kyrie thing? Tell me. I said, because Chris, when Chris, I did push back on in this regard. When, I, when Chris said that we're not team players, as in this show unit with the other shows, I said, I, don't th- I, said, well, I, I go, I think the other shows have issues with us. They're the ones always, you know, saying stuff about us, right? Like, we then retaliate, and when we retaliate, it's usually, like, you know, much more, with much more force is what I would describe. But we never pick the fight. We just end the fight. And I think that's what upsets people because I said what the four of us have in common, you, Cappy, me, Lindsay, and Laura, is that we're all very confident people. And we exude that, you know, all the time. Hmm. And sometimes to our detriment, mostly you, but definitely confident all the time. Well, so you're this whole, this is all because of your karate background. Is that right, Danya-san? What what do you mean? Is that that right? That you don't start the fight, you end the fight? Is that right? I mean, I've always kind of had that demeanor. Maybe that did play a part in it. Perhaps. Karate. Yeah. I mean, is that 10th degree black belt? Third, actually. Oh, third degree. Yeah. <sighs> third degree. You, you know, Give my nephew just passed his test for his green belt. That's cool. That's like halfway there. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. cool. He got there cool. pretty quickly. Well, he can't stop no, now. They've added a lot more colors, um, you know, because they need because when I was doing martial arts as a kid, um, You'd have to wait months and months and months to get promoted to the next thing. Now they do stuff all the time. There's stripes on the belt. There's different colors. Well, like they got to keep everybody colors. interested. They got to get mom well, and dad to keep paying for it. When it was there's me, different, it, there's it different was white ones, belt. Though. It was white belt, yellow belt, green belt, purple belt, brown belt, black belt. So there was only six. Uh, and there may be a couple stripes in between. But there was like maybe 10 max, like graduations till you get to black belt. Now there's like, probably, I mean, there's money involved. So it's about like 30. Right. Well, well, that's I, just it. It's like mom and dad got to keep bringing little Johnny back for karate lessons. Right. So I got to keep rewarding him so he wants to come back. Because if I ask him to take a year in between the white belt and the yellow belt, little Johnny ain't coming back. Yeah, but when I was going to karate in the 80s, there were a couple people who, um, you know, it eventually started to turn in the 90s. But they failed some people, man. Please, man. Call it karate. Yeah. I mean, give it its proper pronunciation. It's karate. Yeah, not karate. Don't anglicize it. It's don't be like Beto Duran and come in here and anglicize a bunch of words. I don't know what you were doing, making it French or something. I don't know, man, but I heard Beto Duran call call a guy with a, a last name like Ordonez. He's like, yeah, so Ordonez. 
And people were like, what is going on with the anglicization by Beto? Anglicization. Is that, is that really a word? I don't know. You said anglicization. Anglicization. I don't know if it is a word either. I believe it's just anglicization. Did you convince Beto to come to the Mandy's or not? Yeah, he's coming now. Oh, he is? No, he mm-hmm. said he was coming to the, pre, the pre-show part, like the show. Yeah. The, uh, no, no, I think he's coming now for sure. Like I think he said yesterday that he was. Yeah, coming. I know he's, he's, I know he's, he's coming he to the he, after party. He said he was taking his daughter to uh, a, a thing, like a play uh, or something. I know this after party's taking on a life of its own. You have no idea. Well, you know what's taking on a life of its own while you've been gone, and now you get to answer for the first time. Mm-hmm. Is this whole and and it's funny because you and I were talking about this a month ago about Kyrie Irving and the Lakers. Okay, this is when I was dropping morsels. Remember. Yep. And then, uh, and now, a month later, it seems like it has some steam. Now, not a ton of steam, okay? Let's not, I'm not trying to make this out like the Anthony Davis deal where we were literally just waiting and waiting and waiting. And even when it didn't happen the first time, we were like, it's going to happen in the offseason. This is not one of those scenarios, Cappy. But we have the Woj. Do, do we have the Woj sound that, that I asked you to pick out, Lindsay? The one where I asked him, because I was doing NBA Today. today. Um, I asked him specifically. There was specifically a, uh, a th- about Kyrie's threat about leaving the Nets. If we have that one, let me hear it. It's very helpful that you're on this ESPN show in the middle of the day so we can get sound bites like this, by the way, George. Very nice. Yeah. Outside of the Nets uh, are limited. Teams with cap space are, are perhaps not teams he would be interested in and perhaps I, I don't think are interested in him. Now, the Lakers are considered... The most significant threat right now for Kyrie Irving, but that would essentially entail him uh, taking $30 million less uh, than he can opt into in Brooklyn. Uh, There's a $6 million taxpayer exemption he could sign with the Lakers. Most people would say a player is not going to give up that much money, but Kyrie Irving gave up nearly $17 million last year because of his refusal to get vaccinated he lost a significant shoe deal with Nike or has, has, is in the process of losing that shoe deal. So I think that the Nets have gone into this with their eyes open that it's possible he could walk. Hmm. Yeah. So now I, I'll say this. I asked J.J. Redick and Matt Barnes after that, like, do you, I mean, I, I know none of us are in Kyrie's head, but like, do you think he'd give up $30 million? And they both kind of shrugged their shoulders a little bit and were like, well, I mean, I, I don't know. We, I mean, he, he's kind of unpredictable. <laughs> so, right, like so we, it's if why we, nobody wants to rule it out. But if we could like use what's going on today in the world of sports where guys in their sport would leave their league for the big money, all these golfers that have taken off from the PGA Tour, why'd they leave? Simple, the money. Right, but this guy would be doing the reverse of that. Right, and so, that, so it's very hard for people to believe Wait a second, I just saw Phil Mickelson leave the PGA Tour. He got $200 million. I just saw Dustin Johnson leave the PGA Tour. Right. You know, I'm seeing Brooks but, Kepka leave the PGA Tour. Why? Because they're getting all this money. Why would a guy today in this world turn down $30 million or sacrifice, if you will, $30 million? Here's my answer. You ready, George? Mm-hmm. Because even though you're in Brooklyn and it's New York, it's not the Knicks, okay? It's, it's not the legendary team of New York. And let's face it, they never won anything. So by coming to the Lakers, if all of a sudden you're available because Nike and you you guys ended your relationship, you're on the Lakers with LeBron, there's $30 million to be made up somewhere. Guaranteed. Well, here's what I'll tell you, which is that you skipped over the obvious part. Which is He's what? already given up a ton of money like because of the vaccination. He said, Woj said it, he gave up $17 million. They, Nike dropped him and he, because of stuff that he did and, or allegedly said or did. I don't remember the entire story. But so he and he's just like, whatever, like it does, money. Ha, we've already seen two examples in the last year that money doesn't seem to motivate him necessarily, although he does seem to want a max contract. Now, I don't know if it's just the money there or the ego or both, but he he has. This is why people are like, well, I guess we can't rule out the Lakers just yet. Not because it's L.A. And yes, he could make up the money, but just because this dude is unpredictable. Yeah, listen, I will tell you this. I'm, there, I'm, there's two sides to this story for me. Over here is Kyrie Irving, in my opinion, is a terrible teammate. Talk about a team uh, uh, agreed. guy. Agreed. He's not a good teammate. He's selfish. A, right, incredibly selfish. No question. But I you mean, know what? 
he's really freaking talented. Oh, okay, that's and and there there's the balance, right? Like on one hand, Kyrie Irving could be sitting at home. The Lakers hypothetically are playing against Golden State. It's a huge game, right? Right, and Kyrie is sitting at home at, at twelve noon, and he's watching the news in the middle of the day, and something hits him, and he's like, you know what? This thing really upset me. I watched it on the news today, and I just I can't play. It's like, but Kyrie, it's a huge game tonight. Golden State's in town. You know, the, the champs are here. We got a chance to punch him in the mouth. Yeah, I know, but I was watching this thing on the news, and it really hurt my feelings, and it upset me, and I've got a new cause now, and I can't play tonight. And that's what you'd have to be ready to deal with. Um, so Yeah, but if you're the Lakers, I don't think you have much of a choice. And I'll explain why on the other side. Thank God that phrase went away. You were you were milking that one for a long Which time. Which phrase? Which phrase? Vaxed and waxed. Vaxed and waxed was a good phrase at the time. You were milking it forever, though. Well, I was vaxed. I was not really truly waxed. I was mm. more So you were groomed. even faking it. No, it wasn't really supposed to be for me. Oh. It was uh it was something I had made up for uh for some other people. Mm. Okay. Females. <laughs> That's who I made it up for. I thought it was funny. Hmm. You didn't think so, Laura? <laughs> I mean, waxing is painful. Sugaring. Mm-hmm. Sugaring your laser. Way to go. Le- I know some girl who got laser. Uh, now, she's also, like, friends with, like, a dermatologist, so that's probably how it got. She was Should I do, like, vaxxed and lasered? Yeah. It's expensive, though. It went up a lot. I bet. Everything's gone up a lot. Oh, my God. It's so expensive. Inflation. For real. Dude. Dude. World has gone crazy. Seriously. It's only been a few weeks. The world has gone completely nuts. Finally yeah. caught up to us, huh, guys? <laughs> I mean, my God, gas, yeah. seven bucks a gallon. Come on, dude. And, you know, every time I complain about gas, you know what people tell me? You hey, welcome to the party, car. pal. Huh. They're like, you have any idea what it's been like around the world for people? People have been paying $10 oh, no. a gallon in, of gas Europe, in other parts was, of the world. When we was like $3 here, it was like 9 over there. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, sorry. Sorry, I didn't know that, that it was $10 a gallon over in Europe. But I don't really care. I care about the $7 here. Right. Yeah, so... Anyway, all I know um, is this. Today's Wednesday, and all I really care about is the Mandy's is? on Friday. I'm so freaking stoked about the Mandy's. Yeah. And, George, yeah. I'm getting some people that are sending me messages on Twitter right now uh-huh. that say that when I meet them at the Mandy's, they're going to tell me, bring it in, and there is a kiss coming on the cheek. Okay, good for you. That's cool. Okay. National Kissing Day today, everybody. It's today, right? Not Friday. Though. Yep. That's right. No, no, I know. But I was going to say, gonna be it will still be two days from now. Nope, yeah. but I will still be celebrating. I'll tell you that right now. What if it's like National Something Else Day? Like, you What know, if it's National Not Get a Kiss Day? Yeah. Mm, I'm going to look right now and see what National Days it's Oh, Lindsay will tell us ahead of time, right? Okay. There's some, some good preview. days today. Like today's National Onion Ring Day. I mm-hmm. love a good onion ring. Mm. Oh, gosh. The guilt of an onion ring. Do you the like absolute... onion rings? Oh, I love onion rings. Now, do you like like the... The fast foody ones that are like kind of small and crunchy, or do you like like the steakhouse ones, which are really thick and not as breaded? Um, I don't want them to be super greasy, you know. So you don't way... want like the blooming onion, even though that thing is delicious. Yeah, that is good. Um, but, but I'll you tell can't you that, have too much of that. You know, who used to have bomb onion rings. I don't know if they still got them or not. Was Burger King? Remember we talked about Burger the, the King used to have the sandwich? little small crunchy ones. Yeah, right. Those are good. I'll tell you who's got bomb onion rings. This may who? surprise you. Who? You ever been to a Sonic? Sonic yeah, onion. once, but I didn't get the onion rings. Yeah, onion rings. Very, very good. Mom and pop places have bomb.com onion rings. Really? Yeah. Yep. What are the best onion rings you've had in L.A., Laura? Oh, well, like, okay, so I grew up in West Covina, so by my high school, there was, a like, a little mom and pop place, or, like, there used to be a place called Golden Ox. There used to be a few of those around, like, the 626 area. Yeah. They always had good onion rings. Like, cause I, I grew up around that area, so that's where I would go, and you know, but like el, el de la esquina, like go to the corner one, like right, that right. always has. I, I prefer that over like a Burger King or something like that. Yeah, yeah. right, because Burger King they're making it in bulk, and you know, right. I mean, I'm, but I'm just saying, like, I mean, with I as much love. Place where else do I get onion rings though? You know, it's like any burger place basically for the most part now. Doubles, where? doubles. Except McDonald's. McDonald's doesn't do burgers. I mean, uh, uh, burgers. Of course they do burgers. Uh, onion rings. <laughs> McDonald's. Gave Lindsay up doesn't like burgers? onion rings though, right, Linz? No, they're nasty. Nasty? No, I'm not saying. Did you have a bad I mean, onion I ring like, experience? No, I just, I like onions on like a, in like a lot of foods and dishes, but I just don't like a, a whole, I don't like it in that much to like, you know, dip it in batter and fry it and eat it. I think it's kind of gross. 
I mean, that's yeah. kind of the, the problem. Yeah, it's just like I think it's gross too, but then you see I have no willpower. You know, and then the onion rings are sitting in front of me, and I can't not eat them. You know, and I'm like, ugh, these are so greasy and disgusting, but yet I still just sit there eating them. Right, and I don't feel like most people turn away like fried anything. It's but hard. good for you, Linz, that you can't, because I can't. Well, I mean, I just don't like onion rings. My mom always liked them, and we go to Outback and get like bloomin' onions, and I was just like, ugh, oh, they but stink. Bloomin' onion, th- the sauce for bloomin' onion was also fantastic. I don't know Isn't what the hell is in that sauce. sauce? It's got to be like a chipotle you know ranchy kind of sauce, right? What it's is that? Ranch and ketchup. Is that no, what it's it is? Not. Come on, really? Yeah, with like a little bit of like a splash of hot sauce. Yeah, I worked at Outback like when I was in. No, there's horseradish in it ago. too. Hold on. That's what it is. It's horseradish, ranch, and ketchup. Uh, wow. Yeah, let me see. Well, I, don't, I think you've just violated your contract. You're not supposed to give away industry secrets like that, Lindsay. <laughs> violated your contract. Yeah, I think you, NDA you're coming after broken. me now. <laughs> yep. You violated your, your, your contract with, with Outback Here it Steakhouses. Is. It's mayonnaise, ketchup, horseradish, paprika, salt, garlic powder, dried oregano, black pepper, and cayenne pepper. Oh, that sounds Ooh, much more complex pepper. than just ketchup. No, that's not a lot. That's easy. Mayo and I don't know, whatever it it's, is. It's, you know, it's like the same things as ranch plus some little, a couple more spices, you know? Yeah, it's got a bunch of spices in it, but that's what makes it good. How about onion rings? Things. I don't even know how we got here today. How'd we get here? It's Onion I mean, Ring Day. National Onion oh. Ring Day. Oh, oh, it is. Yeah. But and here's what I'll gonna... tell you about the Kyrie thing to finish that up with the Lakers, because yeah. I teased to you that um, the Lakers may not have another choice. Now, if you look at the Lakers' current situation, l- let me ask I'm going to let you play LeBron again. You want to role play real quick? Oh, I love LeBron. I love being LeBron. Okay. So I'm going to be his agent, Rich Paul. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, Bron, what's up, man? Yo, 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 what up, dog? Why do you have to yo, 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 what up, dog? Why can't you just say, know, yo, what's the way up? You said it. I thought that we were tight like that. I, thought I just that said, we Bron, what's up? And I was like, yo, what's good? <laughs> Stupid. How about this? All right, how about this? Go, give, it go, wait, give it to me one more time. Give it to me one more time. One more time. One more chance. <laughs> go ahead. You're Rich Paul. I'm LeBron. Go ahead. Why are you such an idiot? <laughs> no, go ahead. Come on. <laughs> I'm LeBron. Okay. Hey, Bron, what's up? Yo, what's crackalacking? wrong with you no come on these are things that lebron might say this is why he's not on the show cap this is why he won't come on the show this is never in a million years would he have ever said what you just said never dude he would say yo what's good 12 he might he would say he would say what's good he would say what's crackalacking he's a 40 year old man practically he probably has not used that phrase in 25 years easily dude i'm a 50 year old man i use it all the damn time (sighs) anyway all right so hey bron here's the deal yeah um so i think we should talk to the lakers about trying to push for Kyrie. Because here are here are our alternatives. If they don't find a way to con, or if we don't, we as that as including us as well, if we don't convince Kyrie to get here somehow. Um, you're gonna have to play out the year probably with Russ, and that means you're going to be 38 going on 39 a few months later when you start the next season. And it is, by the way, we also have to make a decision by August 1st on whether we should opt into your contract or not, or do an extension, or what we want to do. Okay. So, do you want do you want to try to push as hard as we can for Kyrie, uh, or do you think that we should just let the season ride? No, we should not let just just let the season ride because otherwise, I'm just wasting another year of my career. So, the only way we have a chance, and I'm not saying we can do it. I'm just saying the only way we actually have a chance to compete with Golden State going forward is I got to have somebody that I can really play with, somebody that I can really trust. Wait, Kyrie, I can't really trust him. Wait a second. Hold on a second. Let me rethink yeah. this. But you've played with him before. You did that win a true. championship with him. That I mean, is true. Listen, we know that, that the relationship was up and down at times, but you did win a championship with him. You know what kind of player he is. That's right. I do. I know and what you kind know of player you can win is. with him. I, I know what kind of player he was. I know what kind of player he is. And I figure that if I can get about 35 to 40 games out of him this year, that should probably at least get us in the playoffs. And then if I can convince him to play every night in the playoffs, then we got ourselves a real shot. I mean, if, if I'm LeBron, I would like to have a chance at getting Kyrie while simultaneously having a chance to lose Russell Westbrook. If I can make those two things happen. No, those are right. Chances are, I mean, I guess unless Kyrie signed the taxpayer mid-level exemption. <laughs> I don't, I mean, that's, I mean, that's the thing is like, he's, could he be unpredictable enough to do that? Okay, wait, I'm, I'm going to go back so, into but... character here, George. I'm going yeah. back oh, to Oh, no, LeBron. right. Cause you broke yeah. character. You yeah, went back I did. to you. I know. Right. But now I'm going back to being LeBron now. You ready? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Rich, I want you to do something for me. Okay, what's that? I want you to call Rob. Yeah. And I want you to call Jeannie. Okay. And I want you to tell them this. Okay. 
LeBron has decided. I want you to say it exactly like this, by the way. Oh, okay. LeBron has decided that he wants Kyrie and doesn't okay. want Russ. Right. And demands, again, I want you to tell them exactly what I'm telling you. Okay. Tell them LeBron demands that the organization do everything humanly possible to fulfill my desire to have Kyrie. I want you to call them today and tell them that. Okay. I, I probably won't say it that way because I don't think that's going to go over so well. Nor I don't think I don't even know who you are. You're not, you're not even sounding like you. Are you sick or something? No, no, I'm not sick. I want you to tell them that this oh. is what I want and this is the way it's going to go. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I could talk to him about it. I'll, I'll push for Kyrie. All Just right, let thanks, them know All right, bye. the boss has made a decision. I already hung up. Kyrie. Yeah. Cool. my guy. already hung up. Yeah. Moved oh. on. Don't hang up on me. I just got to go. I got to go, man. I got to do. Don't forget who the boss is. Hey, 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 hey. Don't forget. You still work for me, okay? Just don't forget that. I know we're boys. I know we're old school. I know we're familiar. You work for... Hello? Hello? Rich? Are you there, Rich? Tell them what I said. The number you have reached is no longer in service. I didn't know what was going to happen at the end of that busy signal. <laughs> forgot about what happened there (laughs) (laughs) but anyway my point is i think we both agree that it's like you gotta like they have no if they want to try to win a championship they don't have a lot of options fair or unfair no fair and and if you said look the best chance we have and the best guy who's potentially available is kyrie irving then you got to take that chance do everything you can to make it happen wow cappy we agree i know shocking Shocking. But by amazing. the way, just so you know, my motivation is purely selfish, George, just so you know. Oh, well, you want the content. Right. I could care less. I mean, to me, yeah. this is all about what Kyrie brings to my life. Yeah. Not what he brings to the Laker team. Yeah. It's what he brings to me. Post-game <sighs> press conferences every night. Can't wait. I might even go. I might even go and throw him a couple of questions. Kyrie, back here. It's me, George Sedano from 710. How you doing? <laughs> He'd be like, you're not George Sedano. Yes, I am. No, you look a lot older. No, no, no. Nope. <laughs> Look at this forehead right here. Botox. You look a lot older. No, no Also, man. did you style your hair differently? That's not you, George. No, it's Get me. It's me. I gained a little bit of weight and I <laughs> got a little older. That's all. It's me. It's me, George. I'm the reverse Benjamin Button. <laughs> I'm George Sedano. I'm, I'm, I'm George. It's me. Yeah. Uh, all right. Coming up next, Cappy. Yeah. There's some Russell Westbrook news, by the way, that we haven't gotten to. And, and get this. Get this. There's not so great news for the Rams in one area where I think they can least afford it. Okay? I'm going to have a hard time believing this. Come on. Okay. I'm going to tell you. I'll, I'll have all that coming up in two minutes.